hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, we have this phenomenal verse that Paul shares that I need today a lot, which it says, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So let me (laughs) declare my infirmities. When I did the episode last week on verse 116, uphold me according unto thy word that I may live and let me not be ashamed of my hope. I was apparently in (laughs) those infirmities or something because I got my might mixed up with my knowledge. And so this would be the the might of the letter psalmic, which fits so much better with it than what I was doing. And so I, the Holy Spirit reminded me at some point in time Saturday night that, wow, you totally messed that up. So please forgive me. And again, we're talking about the uh, anointings of the Holy Spirit from Isaiah 11, which are wisdom, understanding, counsel, might, knowledge, fear of the Lord, and delight in the fear of the Lord. Well, what I did was I went ahead, miscounted, and started talking about knowledge when I should have been talking about might. And, and so you can see my weakness, but that's okay because Christ is going to be shown through this, as I know. <laughs> it is not me who is strong, but him, which is the psalmic. But it's kind of good, um, number one, to show that God is stronger than me, by all means, but also because it, it sent me to do in a little deeper study of these two verses, because we're going to get to verse 117 today, but there's a big correlation between the two verses, 116 and 117, both in the psalmic section, you know, 116 being the might and 117 finally being the knowledge. <laughs> but I think you'll see what I'm talking about, because when you look at the word uphold me according unto thy word that I may live, you know, the idea is that in order to live, we and, and that means living with God, we need salvation. And so that word uphold there in verse 116 as we talked about last week, is you know quite often the the laying of hands on a sacrifice. But what I did was actually went back to the very first time that that word is used. And again, I'm going to explain just a little bit because the letter, the word itself, is the spelling of the letter psalmic, and thus you see the might of being upheld <laughs> this way. And the way that it's spelled in Hebrew is it is the letter psalmic, right? And so it starts with the psalmic. And then a mem, and as we've talked about, the mem is Christ, and it means more uh, in so many different ways. The strength of the mem is more. And so when you get um, this idea of the psalmic, the community, the body of Christ, and then Christ himself, and then very cool, the last letter in the word psalmic is the hoof. And that hoof is the crown that we talk about, that crown of desire But it's also the way that God crowns us in the way that we actually get to live. (laughs) And so when you're laying the hands on the sacrifices, you you can kind of see that crown. But what's really neat, when you look at the very first time that we see this word in the Bible, it is when Esau was arguing with (laughs) Isaac about not getting the blessing. And so he is telling Esau why he or how he blessed Jacob and how he 
actually, it says he sustained him with grain and wine. <laughs> well, you see where he's laying his hands on all these sacrifices, right? That this has to do with communion. And again, if he's sustaining Jacob, in this case, what Isaac is talking about, the blessing he gave Jacob, he's sustaining him in grain and wine. You get the idea of upholding, and that is so that he can live, right? And, and live in Christ, right? We need, <laughs> basically, we're talking about communion here, the bread and the wine. I mean, it's a beautiful thing, and when you look at that, the next 18 times they use the word, it's when they lay the hands on a sacrifice. So you get the idea of this communion, this desire for Christ, um, this, this remembering of what he did on the cross that, that allows us to live and, and live full lives, right? And then the idea of that psalmic. Well, in verse 117, which is what we're getting to today, it says, and I'll read it in English, rather than uphold me, like in verse 116, it says, hold thou me up and I shall be safe and I will have respect unto thy statutes continually which is just absolutely beautiful. <laughs> you know, who doesn't want to be held up um, and who doesn't want to be safe? And, and then that idea of respect uh, is really cool. It's really a cool word there in Hebrew. It's the word that um, God used when explaining to Abel, excuse me, when explaining to Cain why he had respect for Abel's offering. That, that's the first time you find this word. And so to have that kind of respect for the statutes, it's a different kind of respect that we see in the first and second sections of the psalm where, you know, you might remember in the Aleph section at the very beginning, it, it says, then I would not be ashamed when I had respect for all your commandments, right? And then in the Bet section, once again, it says, I will meditate on your precepts and have respect on your ways. And in both cases, that word respect has to do with seeing. And the first time you find that in the Bible is when he saw all the stars, when he was explaining to Abraham, look up and you're going to see all these things. So to see the commandments and, and have the kind of respect that, that, that God was talking to Cain about and how he saw the high regard that he had for that in the offering is the goal of the idea of hold thou me up, okay? <laughs> well, that word hold thou me up, once again, as you might guess, is you know, the idea of the knowledge here, or in this case, they're going to use start out with the letter psalmic again, but this word is a psalmic, then an ayin, and then a dalit. It's the way that that, you know, hold me upward is. And that idea is you have the psalmic, which again, we talk about as community, and, and obviously actually being held up. But then this, that ayin is saying by God's eyes, in other words, sort of like his providence is holding you up, in service, because that dalad would mean, you know, in humility and service. So it's essentially say, God, look out for me, right? And, and when you see that word throughout the scriptures, you're going to find this normally translated to comfort or to refresh. Uh, and, and so this idea of, at first, he's going to uphold us, actually get us to live through this psalmic, and then he's going to sustain us, he's going to comfort us, refresh us, is, is to hold me up so that Again, that we can have respect. <laughs> we, can, we can have regard for all thy statutes. And, and so one of those statutes, from my standpoint, is I'd tell this story um, that would go along with this, and it certainly go along with today's lesson as I thought about it, was 
back when I lost the dealership or I was losing the dealership, a very prominent member of the church and actually a dear friend and, you know, somebody, a younger man, much younger than me, came to me and said, Robbie, I, you know, I've heard you're having struggles and, and I wanted to share two things with you. First of all, <clears throat> my wife and I have talked about it and we want to make your mortgage payment for this month so you guys don't lose your house, which was a substantial thing. I mean, it was like a lot of money. And that was the first thing he did. And then secondly, I want to share a verse with you that really in this circumstances would be so helpful to you. And guess what verse he shared with me? He, he shared with me 2 Corinthians 12, 9, right? And, and, and talking about how through this weakness that I was currently in, you know, that God would be showing his strength. And, you know, I can't. It was really amazing to me that he illustrated that so well by coming through with a mortgage that my wife and I were so desperately looking for, and, and, and he was certainly showing me um, how God's providence through his community, right, is going to look out for you and is going to essentially comfort you. Of course, when we looked at verse 116, we definitely need his salvation. But after salvation, I love what the psalmist goes, now, you know, look out for me, God. And why? So that I can have respect. I can have regard for your statutes. Okay? Well, this idea of God being strong in my weakness, you know, when I mess up verses and when I get my knowledge mixed up with my might, which is really critical. I mean, it's like that might verse is, is so beautiful in verse 116. And the knowledge and the understanding that God is going to meet our needs, which when, when you think of the word knowledge, it starts out with that dalit, right? It starts out, it's, it's das in Hebrew. And so the dalit is what begins the idea of knowledge, which has to do with serving you. And which is what God does, and he did in this particular situation with my friend. So verse 116, uphold me, right, that I may live, that I may actually be in Christ. And, and, and how beautiful is that? And then the second is hold me up or give me comfort so that I can have regard for thy statutes. I hope through my weakness you can see God's strength. Thanks for listening.